to Mike. We're five years old. The podcast is five years old. I mean, we're considerably older than five years old. Sadly. Not by much. <laughs> Not by much? Yeah. It's how you feel. <laughs> it's how you feel. Yeah, so I'm considerably older than five years old, I can tell you. Maybe you're still young at heart. You have to be. So, I thought it'd be fun to talk about what we've learned in the last five years. Mike is always tired. Since when was Mike tired? It is quite amazing that I am still tired. I genuinely do not understand why at this point. Because I used to be tired because of work, honestly. Like, I, you know, I would be up until stupid o'clock watching YouTube or editing the podcast. And then I'd have to get up for work. I don't have to get up for work anymore. Like, I can, I can literally sleep as long as I like. I'm still tired. I have no idea why. Looking back, though, when we started this, I can tell you for sure you were not tired. Was I not tired? It's all relative. Like, I thought I was tired. But, you know, five years ago, Mike's general level of energy was maybe much higher than current Mike's. Or maybe I was just too full of rage to be tired. I think I just had like a lot of righteous fury with the job. Like I was just like permanently furious with the job. And now I don't have that. Maybe you're right. Maybe the solution is I have to be really angry about something. You're fueled by rage and fury. Fueled by rage. Fueled by rage and caffeine. But what's there to be angry about now? I mean, I still haven't won a Solo's victory in Warzone. <laughs> but that's more disappointment than anger. So we expect you to be tired still then. So that's not going to change. I, I've, you know, I've been trying really hard to fix this. I've actually been trying really hard to sleep eight hours a night. But it's been going disastrously wrong. Like, I've been going to bed and just unable to sleep until 4am. Like, I'm, I'm in bed at midnight. And then the Fitbit tells me that I finally got to sleep at like 4.30am. I'm like, thanks Fitbit. You know what? I can tell you for sure that young Mike would not be impressed by this. He would not have foresaw this future for you. He would never expected this weakness. <laughs> are, you, are you trying to stir up some anger in me? Anger at myself? Yeah, for yourself. I'm not sure I can even remember what young Mike was like. I should, maybe I need to listen to the early episodes of the podcast again. I think I, might, I, I may need to do the same thing because I can't tell. There was a moment when you were about crushing falls, but I, <laughs> five years is a weird amount of time. It, it could have been that you were post-crushing falls by the time we started. Yeah, uh, maybe, well, were there any falls left to crush? <laughs> you feel, That's why you're here now. Your work was done. There are no more falls to <laughs> crush, therefore <laughs> you're in this. That's right. It's like, I'm sorry, but there are no falls left in the company for you to crush, and thus your services are no longer required. It's like, if you could crush yourself on the way out. <laughs> Should we move on? Yeah, let's, let's move on before this gets any stupider. <laughs> Something else you've mastered, you've overcome. Your YouTube addiction. I have not overcome my YouTube addiction. You've accepted it. Oh dear. When did it start? 
it, it really started just as I moved to Hong Kong. Like I never really watched YouTube until I moved to Hong Kong. And then it has just been getting worse with each passing year. I think I told you I've reached like a new level of like meta on YouTube. You know, like it used to be play games and then it became watch people play games. And now I told you I've been watching videos of people watching videos of people playing games. You know, like a guy commenting while watching other people play Warzone. You know, he's not even playing. He's commenting on someone else playing and I'm watching him comment on someone else playing. Sorry, there's too many levels of indirection. And you're loving it? Yeah, YouTube has ruined me. I don't know what to do about it. Make the shirt. Make the shirt? Yeah. YouTube is ruining me. Wear it. Start a, what do you call it? Start like a, a self-help group. There you go. Yes. Start a movement. A 12-step program to cure YouTube addiction. Boom. It'd be like the AA, Alcoholics Anonymous, not the Automobile Association. Would that really help? I don't know. It'd be a fun man project for you to do. You can write the book at least. <laughs> I mean, I think YouTube has done some good in my life. Like, I think it's improved my cooking. Okay. It probably has improved my Warzone play as well, but not enough to win. What about the dog videos? What about the cat videos? Did no good come from them? Oh, they are very cute. You know, it's YouTube has just started suggesting me like 12 second long cat videos and dog videos now. It's like really weird. And then you look at the comments and it's like, who else is here from eight years in the future? Because, you know, the video is literally from eight years ago. And it'll be like some 13 second video of a cat like trying to jump, you know, onto a countertop and like getting it completely wrong. But you'll keep clicking... The tyranny of the algorithm. And it'll keep suggesting. Oh, dear. I mean, the thing is, I would do something about it if I didn't enjoy it so much. But it, I, I am aware it is ruining my brain. I'm really not sure how young Mike would take this. I'm doing something which I'm really enjoying, but I know it's ruining my brain. It's like smoking or drinking, you know, like, you know, it's bad for you. But I thought you were above all this. That's how you sold yourself to me. This is why I partnered you. <laughs> it's, this is the one that got through my armor, you see. Like, you know, you're aware that smoking is bad for you, so you don't take up smoking. You're aware that drinking's bad for you, so you don't take so your up guards drinking, are up, right? Yeah. Like, you're aware that Facebook is evil, or Twitter is evil, or Insta is evil, but like, YouTube? Who talks about YouTube? YouTube's where you go to watch funny cat videos and learn new recipes. And also sink six hours of your day every day. Like, what's wrong with me, man? You're like the opposite of, the, of a pro YouTuber. You're the kind of pro YouTuber that doesn't earn anything from it. Actually, that's like most YouTubers, what am I talking about? I'm a pro, I'm a pro YouTube consumer. <laughs> that's the problem. But I, I'm the one that's letting these pro YouTubers exist. You know, it's my advertising eyeballs that are paying them their outrageous salaries slash not outrageous at all because i heard that the ad rates are really bad and thus they all have to advertise raid shadow legends but you know you've really talked about people the meta being watching other people play games you just need to have create videos of you watching youtube 
<laughs> I, can, I can critique other YouTubes. There it already exists. It's all been done before. There's no more interaction you can add to that. Yeah, like a meta reaction video. I'll just react to their reaction video. Mm. Thumbs down. Dislike. Let's move on. This is too sad. Reddit. Is Reddit going to be sad as well? Reddit has cured itself. Reddit has like evolved in a way that it has made itself obsolete. Which is to say, Reddit is somehow just no longer compelling. They changed their algorithm in some way, and now everything it shows me is not very interesting. I have to thank you for Reddit, because I now have some way of having access to social media that agrees with me. Go on. So I'll get access to all the nonsense memes, nonsense internet culture that comes through, normally comes through Facebook, I guess. But that's how you access it. Like your your meme knowledge is is infinite right now, right? Yeah, I did used to have really first-rate meme knowledge. Like I had the meme knowledge of a teenager. It was really strange. Like I would be dropping hot memes and then, you know, the other 30-somethings would be like, uh, and then, you know, like the young 20-somethings would be like, oh my God, I can't believe you know that meme. But no more. I can't believe you're so old. How is that possible? <laughs> it's like, hey, grandpa, how come you know the memes? The maymays. So, yeah, for, for a little while, I was up on the meme economy, but no longer. Now, I don't know. I, I think it might just be that my subreddits are wrong. I think maybe, you know, the Reddit zeitgeist has moved on. And my subreddits that I'm actually subscribed to are no longer where it's at. But it's probably for the best. Should we move on? Yeah, go on. You started doing something a long time ago, I guess. Board games. Something I never got a chance to do. Yeah, it was just all part of that retro game meetup. They started doing board game meetups. And I started playing complicated European board games. And? Are you good? Badly. I thought you'd have some skills. No, I'm really bad. I'm so bad that I don't even see defeat coming. You always seem to be crushing people in the office space, but what about in... Come on. I I actually just don't have that much experience in this sort of game. Like, what was it? Catan? Catan. Like, where am I supposed to build the roads? I don't get it. I always end up with trash in my hand and then just get completely, you know... They're running rings around me. Or Dominion. Dominion. I usually just... <laughs> I just can't help but I'm building, like, meme decks. Like, I just build... I just collect stupid cards that I think are funny. And then I'm surprised when everyone else just completely destroys me with their amazing combo decks. I'm good at Spice Road, actually. Spice Road is the only thing I'm vaguely competent at. I, I would say I win Spice Road more often than I lose it. Why is that? What's the main skill that you need to have for Spice Road? Being able to multiply. <laughs> no, it's just... <laughs> it, it's just some foreplanning. It's just having some foreplanning and deciding... Having a sense of the value of a card, you know. When to build your engine versus when to execute your plan. Okay. You've never played any of these? Settlers of Catan... That's hexagons. It is. And I'm putting links between them and putting houses on the hexagon tiles. Something like that, yeah. I may have played that. 
Ashley, what I really want to play is Pandemic Legacy. You gave this to me like two years ago, and I have yet to get a set of people together to actually play this game. I think people get scared off when I tell them it's a series of games. They're like, oh yeah, I want to come around and play it. It's like, you're not allowed to play just once. If you play, you've got to play the whole series. And like, oh, I, I don't know. I don't know how many games is it? It's like 12. And like, hmm, sounds like a lot of games. And like, all right, forget it. Maybe my standards are too high. Yeah, that game seemed really cool because you're changing the map as you play. So that could be epic. I really want to play it. Get, get, the thing is, getting four people round to play it during a genuine pandemic is actually also kind of hard. So, it might be another year, sadly. Maybe we can ironically play it when it's all over. Oh, yeah. Do I want to talk about Twitter? What was the original idea behind Twitter? Microblogging, is that right? I think it was originally done from your phone. It had a 160 character limit because that was the limit of an SMS, wasn't it? Yes. So I, I thought it was it was like you could blog from your phone, which of course you can now as well because your phone's a supercomputer, but you know. So it's like a microblog, right? Yes. So that's how I'm doing Twitter, but I don't think that's how Twitter works today. There's a lot more, like, interaction involved now. And everyone's kind of doing the same thing. So it's hard to draw the crowds. Yeah, I just, I have no idea how Twitter, like, really works, because I don't spend that much time on it. But, you know, thankfully, in terms of the division of labour on this podcast... I do all the editing, and now it seems I also maintain the website. You do all the social media, which boils down to tweeting stuff. But rather you than me, honestly. So I'm just forwarding news at the moment. And someone will engage and sometimes usually no. Yeah, maybe I should say something really controversial. I should chuck some thought grenades in there. Yes. And then we'll be banned. And then we'll be banned. <laughs> but it won't be our fault. It just happened to us. We were too much for Twitter. We overwhelmed Twitter. To be fair, we won't get banned because no one cares. No one's going to report us. Yeah, that's the problem. That's, that's even sadder. Yeah, we need st- bigger goals. We need stronger goals. Like to get banned. <laughs> okay, two more things. Two more things we've learned in the five years of the podcast. I put this here because we've had two apps named Anger Management. Why have you named apps Anger Management? Do you think you have an anger management problem? I just thought it was funny. I'm sorry. It was just like some sort of strange self-joke. The first one. The first one I was genuinely angry the, the whole story there, which I can't even remember we talked about it in the app, but I remember I was genuinely very annoyed. The second one, I can't remember anything about it at all, even though that was much more recent. Like, I don't even remember why it was called Anger Management Part 2 or what we were talking about. 
But it's hard to be angry about anything anymore because now everything's like, seriously, not working is great. Not working is great as long as you don't have to worry about money, which at the moment I'm fine with. You know, like I have a place to sleep and I have food and internet. So, you know, not having to wake up and go to an office job and fight with people constantly all day is actually great. But that's is how you frame it. It's how you, how you. It's hundred percent how you frame it. You go. Why are you fighting with people? You're not fighting with people. You're you're engaging, discussing, collaborating. <laughs> I'm changing their mind from the wrong opinion to the right one. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. you're helping them understand, understand why they were so wrong. <laughs> nah, it is funny though. I don't. I don't remember why I was angry. I'm quite chilled about everything now. It's great. What is funny is meeting up for lunch or dinner or whatever with friends still in their corporate jobs. And they're telling me about the latest like political shenanigans in the company or how this manager went and did this or this meeting happened or this thing happened behind their back. And then some new directive came in. I was like, oh, that sounds awful. I'm so glad I don't have to deal with that sort of thing anymore. Why are you... I guess we just work in different places. Or maybe I really what? do see the world differently. Yeah, I guess. Does this never happen to you? But what? The, it doesn't matter. You just go somewhere else. Maybe that's my problem. I just go, <laughs> yeah, let's go You're just else. jumping ship every couple of years. <laughs> so I should change things. A hopeless optimist who just, he's a traitor. Cannot be trusted. Ting has no loyalty. <laughs> Things are flake. Yeah. Maybe that's reality. No, you, I guess you are a hopeless optimist. This is the thing. Yeah. We've got our, you know, we've got our two opposite worldviews. Like I was, I was previously full of righteous fury and anger and you were just like, oh no, it's fine. Everything's great. But now what's the problem is I miss it. I want the grenades. I want the story of all the grenades, of all the people getting all the you know all the friendly all the friendlies you managed to shell. I want to hear about them. <laughs> all the friendlies I managed to shell. You make me sound like some kind of monster. In my mind, you are. <laughs> what? Tingathy, how could you? 